And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the to the Diran Diran Car Tell Show. Welcome to another episode, and today I got my man Ed from Bournemouth, Dorset, England, world. <laughs> Could have started better. <laughs> nah, bro, nah, bro. This is what it's all about, bro. I love it. So I met Ed in Bali, actually. Um, bro, how did we meet? But you were following me on Instagram, innit? Yeah, and I just looked at where you were, went there, wanted to get an autograph. You said no. It was all no, 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 it's Lord, isn't it? Lord, that's right. Ed's actually friends with Lord, and you train in the same jiu jitsu gym as Mr. James Smith, right? Yes, that is correct. White belt, mate. White belt, bruv. Yeah, well, don't tell everyone that. No, but you're white belt, but fuck, you know, you came for me that day, bro, when we rolled. In Bali. Well, yeah. You have to put it all out there, don't you? When especially when you're training with someone new, like, well, I mean, oh, no. gosh, I ain't a bitch. Like, I'm coming oh, no. in. <laughs> right. Wait, do you reckon? Um, I honestly think, or could be wrong, I reckon we must have had corona when we were there. I didn't feel like I had it. Neither did and... I. But check this out. I don't know if you remember, there was a boy there from Sydney and he was rolling. Like a, he kind of looked like me, little kind of darkish fella from yeah, yeah. Western Sydney. He went back to Sydney and told them, yeah. Yes, I remember him. Yeah, he told them, he told everyone, uh, he told James, message James and message me, hey boys, just a heads up. Um, I apparently, I was positive for coronavirus and we were rolling with him for like a week or two, which is oh, mad. Mate. Yeah, at the time, That's, but we didn't get any It's symptoms. not what you expect to fucking catch in Bali, is it? No, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> More like to catch STTs. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. No, that. I meant like barley belly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, my bad. My bad. <laughs> All right. So Ed's actually on today. Um, number one, I just think he's a really nice guy, and secondly, he's he's released his own podcast and a new page. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about it? Yeah. So uh, I released a need to read. So it's a podcast about books. It's not really what anyone would have expected especially people that have like known me previously I, I didn't expect that and what what's great about it is the concept of it i think is genius because mate thank you honestly no it's so simple because i'll be honest i'm not no I, I struggle to read man i can't my mm. concentration when it comes to reading is so bad so instead of reading um i usually listen to audiobooks right yeah. and I usually even ask the person, like, is this an easy listen or is it an easy read or whatever yeah. I do it? Whereas the page Ed has done now and uh, the podcast he's doing is pretty much talking about the book, right? You talk about the yeah. books, why you've read it and what you've got out of it yeah. and um, why people should either read it or not or listen to it or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So today, the... yeah, go yeah. on. So, so today, um, we're going to give you guys what well, Ed's going to talk to me. He's going to educate me on books and educate you guys, give it a go and educate you guys and give you some pointers on maybe what to read and what not to read. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, the main reason that I did it is because I'm always scrolling through sort of reviews and people on review sites are just so irritating. And then there's a couple like book podcasts. In fact, I didn't actually listen to any before yeah. I started, but I, I saw a couple of Instagrams. And it just seems to me, are those people, they're there and anyone can pretend to present well yes. and like read off almost like a script. Oh, yeah. I loved how the book was written and uh, 
he's got a great vocabulary <laughs> this author, and, and he really tells the story well whereas i just like well the thing is the book was shit or like the yeah. book was great and obviously i can sort of articulate what i got from the book and that's sort of it's yeah. like half and half i'm either yeah. half like i mean in fact i'm full real person but i'm yeah. half like talking yeah. properly about it and just yeah chatting shit because at the end of the day i mean like we might read the same book but i might get something completely different out of it than what you might is that right yeah yeah 100 yeah it's good and i think what when i listened to a couple of his episodes he was talking about it from his point of view as well as what other people can get out as well yeah yeah. Isn't it? yeah so essentially it is and uh I I feel like your personality comes out more in your own podcast as well compared to like when I met you, which are, which is great because now you're just yeah. building on it and it's wicked. So how many books have you got today? To what are we going to talk about, mate? We can talk about as many as you want. I've got a list somewhere. I chucked it. I chucked like seven down on the list. Sick. And mate, whatever ones you want to sort of. There's going to be books that branch off each book. Okay. So, All right. Cool. Mate, We've spoken previously about the books that you've sort of listened to and you've listened read, yeah. which obviously subtle art of not giving a fuck. But that big one, big orange one, that one, that I haven't read the second one because there is a second one, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But the first one, I was going through a really shit time in it. It was probably the worst time I've ever been. It was in Sydney before, like I left Sydney. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it was one of these books, and my client actually told me to read it. One of my English clients, he was like, "Dearie, you need to read this. It's." It's perfect. It's about not giving a fuck. And I was like, what? That sounds perfect. Sounds That's perfect. me. <laughs> sounds perfect to me. But like the book itself, it's not actually just about not giving a fuck about anything. It's actually yeah. the way he's talking about things is like, like giving a fuck, but about the right things. Yeah. It's about, I, I, I kind of look at that book as a way to sort of just juggle your life when not juggle, shuffle your life. Let's say you've got yeah. a deck of cards. They're all, all skew. Yeah. And then you shuffle them and somehow they just come back together. So he talks about like my main point in that book is like leading a value driven life. Yeah. So like whatever your values are, let's say like for you, like family values, I know that's like strong for you, like being a good friend yeah. and just like helping people. Yeah. Yeah. And you seem like a pretty happy guy because you seem to just live by those values and, and you're not worried about, necessarily like the success 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 has kind of come hand in hand yeah with you living that life not necessarily like the the friends and the family part but helping people yeah getting the whole neat concept out to yeah. the world that's you know that's where your success has come you know what's funny the whole neat up 24 7 thing me getting my steps up a lot was actually me listening to that walking around really saying, yeah yeah me listening to that because i was like because when i was like so, such in a bad place Mm. A way of getting out of it was just walking and yeah. listening to an audio book because <clears throat> I just, I've tried like, I had the book as well. I bought the book and I was like, I'm going to try to read it because everyone's always like, doing. if you want to improve your spelling, your grammar, your writing, whatever, you should start reading it and it will help you. But I was like, yeah, but I want to get the information in as much, as quick mm. as possible. And for some reason, when I'm walking and listening to someone, it just goes in way better. Sometimes this probably wouldn't happen with you, but when I read, um, sometimes I have to go back and read the page again because I didn't fucking oh. get it. The thing is, I have a podcast about books, but like, I'm not a great reader by any like means. Like, <laughs> I've, I've got books on my shelf that I'm just like, well, the words are too small and I'm not touching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How because many books? It's just intimidating. 
how many books have you read? I think since like Salt Art was probably one that started off me, but it's about eighty in the last sort of like two years. Eighty. Yeah. Bruv, that's crazy. I know, and the thing is, I'm still thick, but like we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you say you say you say that, but I don't think you're thick at all. I think you're actually very intelligent, and Thank that's why that's why I wanted you to come on in it and talk about. Yeah. It. But um, so eighty books. What is yeah. what is your favorite, or is there like? Mate, the thing is, when when it's like that volume, it's real real hard, and and I'll read a book. And it will instantly become my favorite. And then after a couple of weeks, I'll sort of like settle down. Like, actually, no, that wasn't my favorite, but it's right up there. Yeah. But like Subtle Art's right up there. Um, what was one of the books that stood out for me after that? One I've read recently is Man's Search for Meaning, which is pretty similar to the concept of Subtle Art, but it's written and it was published like 1940s. It's written by Viktor Frankl. Okay. So he was stuck in a concentration camp in the Second World War. Yeah. And he sort of wrote his memoirs after that. Okay. Uh, have you heard of Stoic philosophy? No, go for it. So, so Stoic philosophy is like an ancient Greek philosophy came about over like 2000, 2300 years ago. So it's been around for longer than that's, that's probably why, that's probably why I don't know. It. It's Greek, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot the beef, forgot the beef. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, Carry I'm on, Karen. <laughs> um, but in, in the book, it's just like the first thing he describes what life's like in the concentration camp. And bro, we have got it so, so easy. And right. I read it at the start of lockdown. So I was yeah. thinking, like, oh, I feel a little bit trapped. I feel like I'm like something's controlling me. And then I read this book and I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is a breeze. No one's actually is telling this... me to apart from stay inside. I think, wait, I think I listened to the review of this one. Is this the one where, correct me if I'm wrong. Is someone having sex with their cousin? Nah, that's the righteous mind. I'll, I'll talk about that in a moment. <laughs> I was like, what was going on there? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Some some books got some shocking stuff yeah. in it. But that is that is one of the books I've written down. Right, cool. You can talk it. about that in a minute. But what okay, tell me about um what you were saying about so, Yeah, so Stoic philosophy essentially is about understanding that you can't control what's happening to you, but of course, like you can choose your attitude. Yeah. Okay. And there are a lot of people out there that are stoic, but they like they don't know it. Like my dad's a good example of that. He until I when I started reading about, it, I was like, oh yes, this oh. guy's a stoic, but he literally has no idea. He just stuff just sort of breezes over him, and he he just lets it happen without getting upset about it, and just chooses right. What's the next step when something shit happens? So let's say something bad happens to you. You obviously can't go back in time and change yeah. that. But yeah. what you can do is choose your attitude towards what you do next, mm. and yeah. that's that's the whole idea of sort of stoicism there's a lot of different points yeah. um, within it but one of the quotes from Viktor Frankl I think is um the last of a man's freedoms so like you can take everything from a man apart from the last of his freedoms which is okay. his attitude towards any given set of circumstances so oh, okay that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah. and it's it's mad because my dad's like that as well like my dad um my parents pretty much come from nothing so yeah. for example like when I was younger like bills would ha build bills would come through where they owe a bill somewhere or they owe somewhere money or whatever. And my dad wouldn't like stress about it at all. And mm. in the back of my head, like I'm, I'm younger. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, shouldn't you guys like do something about this? My dad's like, my dad's always been like, don't worry. It'll happen. Something will happen. Like he, my dad's very good at manifesting shit. And I think I got yeah. that from that. Yeah. Nice. You know? 
And I feel like just like your dad, he probably doesn't know it either. Well, even me, I don't know it either, but maybe I'm like that as well. I just kind of feel like you probably are. Like, I'm just, I don't stress about it. I just do what I can and just crack on, you know? Yeah. And so would you recommend that book for people to A hundred percent. And it's not very long either. Um, You find with books that are written a long time ago, like they are a bit wordy and they're very proper in the way that are written. Obviously, like nowadays, like new new age authors, they're not as sort of proper and as fancy with their words. So it's, yeah. it's difficult in places, but you get the concept of it quite quickly. Um, and there's another thing in there about sort of happiness and like the pursuit of happiness being like a paradox. Yeah. Um, and he says, instead of sort of chasing after happiness and chasing after success, you should just search for meaning um, like a sort of meaningful work or a meaningful sort of goal. And that instead of pursuing, you ensue the happiness. Like it, it comes as a result of that if you don't reach for it. Cause like, yeah, we've all seen the film of Will Smith. Like, oh, mate, what a powerful film. What a film. What a film. And I feel like that, that I think that's an important point. Like the other day, uh, a 21 year old sent me an inbox. I did a post about it. Like, and it yes. was like, and it was like, there is a lot of pressure for people in their 20s like for us to like there's a pressure of trying to be successful yeah like constantly trying to be successful because everything we see on socials like instagram this um cars here girls clubs this and all of that and all that. i'm not gonna lie that's kind of me with the whole club scene, <laughs> <laughs> but you get sucked into it a little bit yeah, but like, yeah you do but i don't it's not but, your success is it no it's, it's not, someone else's that's right you don't i don't i don't see it as I just see that as oh we just we're just out for a drink. I don't see it as mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna chase that that success. Yeah. Uh, that is what happiness looks like. And I remember even thinking when I was like, because all I ever wanted like oh, I just wanted to be a footballer, right? And yeah. what I didn't realize till later on is, and I've got a lot of mates that are footballers. They're not. They're not. Not all of them are very happy. Like they've got all the money right. in the world. They're pretty lonely, and they're not as happy as what I thought they would be because before i was like you're rich uh you can go wherever you want you can do whatever you want but that's not that was what i thought happiness was when i was younger mm. when reality i don't think i ever really wanted that and i think yeah. a lot of people in their 20s are like forcing for things to happen without even knowing that it's probably something that they don't enjoy i mean you were living yeah. in sydney right yeah and where are you now what happened but I had to come home because of the coronavirus, isn't it? Bro, that- they, they shut their borders and they locked me out. I had to leave my stuff in the flat. Obviously, shout out to Lord because she sent my stuff back and sorted my flat, which is so ledge. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had to come back here. I'm not going to moan about it. Like my Aussie visa is probably like gone. <laughs> what can I do? Like I, I yeah. can't call Australia. But like, oh, can you just please let me in? They're like, why would we let you in? Out exactly. Over everyone else exactly yeah just got to crack on and, and yeah do I mean, what i can with your new hairstyle i mean you could go in there as m&m you know <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> God. all that ellen degeneres or yeah mate, there's, like a, there's a lot that comes with this <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot that's right so that's one of the is there anything else you want to add on that book i think that book is sweet actually if you're reading it anyone if you're going to read it the the end is about his therapy because he was a psychotherapist okay he created logotherapy unless you're actually interested in like psychology and stuff like that, I probably wouldn't bother that reading that bit. I'd just read the 70 page in the middle. That's like okay. his story of the concentration camps. You said, you said it's, it's a, it's a bit of a harder read than 
other things because it's an old author. Is that right? So say yes. someone like myself, my English isn't the best. Let's be honest. It's like I, I'm good at speaking, but when it comes to reading things, it's not the best. Would you yeah. recommend for me to read that or listen to it? I'd, I'd say listen to it. The thing is, like, reading... Like it's called a need to read, but I don't care how people consume the books. Like, or, like I don't think people care if I care. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'd listen to it if if I was you. If if it's something that interests you, like actually, I'd quite like to know about that. If you ever feel like you're stuck or you can't really do much about a circumstance, listen to that and just be like, well, I'm not in a concentration camp. I can definitely take something from this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Wicked, wicked, wicked. What's the next book you got on the list? Well, let's let's talk about that one about the uh, the incest. So okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I like <laughs> that review. That review was funny. It cracked me up. I was like, oh, incest. Hello. <laughs> Mate, it was like, and the thing is that that's actually quite a dense book. So it's written by a social psychologist called Jonathan Haidt, and he looks into like moral psychology. Yeah. Um, and the book's called The Righteous Mind: Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I think it was around the time of Brexit. And I was like, the thing is, I know nothing about politics. Yeah. And I was like, well, how about I understand why everyone divides about it? And then yeah. maybe I'll be able to sort of pick a side a bit better. Yeah. Um, first chapter comes up these like thought experiments. Yeah. And one of them is, so a brother and sister go on holiday to France in the summer. They're both virgins. They're both over the age of 18. <laughs> and they get bored one night and fuck knows why oh, they decide to have sex but, but, but wait there so they decide to have sex the she is on the pill he wears a condom and they just decide they're never going to do it again never going to tell anyone so there's no risk of like a deformed baby yeah no one's gonna know about it yeah why is it wrong and it's so annoying because you can't think of a solid reason of why it's wrong apart from oh that's fucking gross like that's that's yeah. don't do that yeah and that made me think and then there was another thought experiment in there about a woman um in a village in india she yeah. was a widow and um, in her like 60s and she had like fish for dinner yeah so western country like western culture we're like well, that's sweet eat what you want darling yeah like, i'd have fish and chips like get on with it yeah whereas uh, the culture sort of in in that village i, th I think and i don't want to be wrong here but I'll, I'll go i think it's a hindu culture where mm. fish is seen as like an aphrodisiac okay and yeah. that she's disrespecting her dead husband by eating like an aphrodisiac uh, so they see it as wrong as we're like well like eat whatever who cares yeah and it's like well they think they're right and we think we're right yeah so who's actually the one that's right. in the right because there there is no right it's all sort of subjective like yeah. subjective truths in the world yeah that's um it's mad you, like it's funny that a lot i've realized like a lot of kids in kids when i mean kids but you, when you were growing up like would, would you hear about politics a lot not really mate yeah because nowadays yeah. i reckon they do though yeah but nowadays probably because you're older you probably pay more attention mm. you probably yeah, pay more definitely. attention. whereas like when i was growing up politics was always around because yeah. Turks, Kurds, my parents, because they were political refugees, <laughs> it was like yeah. there was such a political divide in the country with so many people. Like the, the government would create division between yeah. people to create certain, um, basically, Turkey's, <laughs> there's going to be people that don't agree with this. It's very corrupt <laughs> when it comes <laughs> yeah. to politics. You know what I mean? It's very corrupt. And I feel yeah. like here, 
people don't even like even if you voted right wing or left wing i feel like it's not actually gonna affect your life as much as it would in say a country like turkey or somewhere else do you know what i mean like yeah is there is there more power in the government over there like oh mate the the guy's president erdogan is pretty much a dictator so yeah (laughs) Yeah, so it's a lot of film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a funny film, man. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's pretty much um, in control of everything. Put it like this: when when stuff was getting kicked off, kicking off there, he got all the educators arrested. So he's literally controlling. Yeah, everything. Yeah, but in a way more subtle way than say like. Yeah. Um, Just killing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. In a way more subtle way. Yeah. But, um, so if 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 you want to read that book, right? If you don't know about politics, is that a book you go to? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, hundred percent. It was a, like, the most interesting thing, apart from obviously those thought experiments, is the orange origins of left and right. And like everyone's like, oh, I'm a lefty, I'm a righty, or not in terms of like hands or whatever. <laughs> in terms of politics, and <laughs> 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 um, it came from like could when friends could be both. Yeah, very talented. Yeah, when you get bored, you just try it out. <laughs> um, but it was like a French Revolution. It was like late 1700s. They were just like, right, everyone in favor of change, go sit on the left. Everyone in favor of like keeping like traditional tradition yeah. and the monarchy, go sit on the right. So that's where the origins of like those who are in favor of change sit on the left, and those in favor of just like keeping it how it is sit on the right. And I did a post about this the other day because. I, was, I just wanted to write something because I'm, I'm trying to get into that. Yeah. I was talking about um, everything with like the Black Lives Matter movement at the moment. Yeah. I feel like there are some people out there that are maybe wary of supporting it too much, which is so dumb because they yeah. don't want to be seen as a lefty. Like if, if, they, if they vote conservative and I'm like, this isn't about left and right. Left and right is an absolutely made up term. You just yeah. need to be moral and in favor of changing the world for the better for about 100% and it's crazy like you see so many people and I feel I, I, I do kind of understand why some people hesitate to post and all of that because if you don't know much if you're not like mm. for example where you live now how multicultural is it mate so bad Dorset has just had it's you're 25 times more likely to be stopped and searched like in the police if you're black than if you are white really I had one like person of color, it was it was a refugee from Afghanistan when I was growing up um, yeah. through sort of like secondary school. And that was it. It's this mate. It's just yeah. predominantly white in yeah. Dorset for the most part. So it's quite normal for you or whoever you went to school with is to lack understanding, and mm. you wouldn't have learned much about different cultures because yeah. you, you weren't raised about uh, uh, around them. Whereas I was raised with. I had Africans, Jamaicans, Indians, Turks, all of that, all yeah. mixed up. So I, I have a good understanding of who's what, and I kind of understand their culture from the food they yeah. eat to the way they act. So I get that why some people like are scared to post because they don't know what to say. They don't know what is yeah. offensive and, they, and they're scared to have a discussion about it because people, people are scared they're going to come across racist. Mate, 100%. What, what, what is worse? Yeah, I know. Like, is be safe or post something yeah. and then completely get uh like done for it, especially everyone with like big followings and stuff. But yeah, 
you got to do what's He's right. He's like, don't, don't judge me on my actions. Judge me on my intent. So, like, if someone posts something, like, they're really, really trying to, like, raise awareness for it or trying to, like, yeah. be a good person or just trying to get their point across as a good person, like, people don't need to, like, shame them for that, I don't think. It's just like, right, well, cool, that's fine. Unfortunately, you got this bit wrong, but, like, let's educate you. It's like seeking yeah. to be, um, seeking to understand before you're understood. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I think that is a... Yeah, people are scared to have those discussions and to even ask for help because yeah. I guess they're worried just about looking stupid, really. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, sometimes I, I don't know something and I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm a personal trainer. I should really know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I think about you, it's you're so honest about it. Like, if you're like, well, I don't know, whatever, like, teach me. You <laughs> yeah. haven't got the ego that's like, well, well I don't know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Here you're, you're open to, to learn. And I think that's yeah. what people need to be. hundred percent. I think people need to be more like that. Just so, because let's be, every, every, every life should be equal. No one should be treated differently because of how they look. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be able to come and call you vanilla slice, right? But you're looking kind oh, of... Well, I guess now. not. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So that book, who's it for? Anyone that needs to get an understanding of why people are different and okay. sort of I think I think for me that book just opened up my mind and, and it made me look at the world in a different way. So like when someone does a certain thing, I'm like, wow, like is it completely their fault? Yeah. Uh, like I saw the post the other day and it was like, you know you've read so much psychology when like someone does something wrong and you're trying to work out why they did it as opposed to being angry about it. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> Bob, you know what's funny? Yeah, when people tell me stuff like this, right? <laughs> it's like I learn stuff about myself, yeah, because I'm like, I don't know what I am, but that kind of makes sense in why I, yeah, question, yeah, yeah. why I question so many things, you know. And it, and it's yeah. really like, I know about you, but you know, when you travel, like, you, I feel like you just learn so much more when you travel, mate. It's the the number one thing people should do. Like, especially like you're talking about that guy in his twenties, whatever he's thinking success. I'm like, mate, park that, go away. Right? Like was when when did you go to Sydney? Mate, only in January. Oh shit. But but like I I've had an urge to like travel like all my life because whenever like my family had money, it was like right, holidays. Let's let's yeah. go away somewhere different. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I've been like places that as like so when i was i was in the marines when i was younger yeah. made a friend from zimbabwe he left with an injury so as soon as i could i went to zimbabwe and i was like mate take me where you wouldn't want to take me so okay. i can see it so i can like understand yeah yeah six, and, six, and six. i think some people have like i feel like i've got natural curiosity for that in the world and some people don't like some people don't like traveling and no. then they'll never understand it they'll never but if understand people it. on the fence Jump to the side that travels, like mate. It's it's the best thing. Right? It just opens up your mind, did it? Meeting, yeah. Talking to people, just like even just having a conversation with some stranger that that's not gonna judge you for whatever you say, right? Yeah. Because you know yeah. when you're home, like when you're in your environment, I feel like people always have this perception of you, right? Mm. And you and you kind of if you step out of line or say anything that they're not used to they're like whoa what happened there that doesn't sound like you i'm like yeah you mean, man this is me i just said it <laughs> you think that's so true you know like fuck you man this is me right <laughs> you know so who are you to tell me what sounds like me i yeah. think with me all day <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and i guess one of the best things about traveling is when you're away from what majority of us do is a nine to five job is mm. you can read a book 
you have the time to soak it in. Do you know what I mean? Soak it in and think about it, like read a page and then think about it and then see something that links with what you just read. And whereas yeah. when you're in such a system where it's like nine to five and you've got the same routine every day, you can't sometimes relate to the book that you're reading to until yeah. like some, I don't know about you, but I've read bits of books where I've like understood it later on. Yes, mate. You read a book six months later, you're like, that's why it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> oh, that's why I didn't understand yeah. it then, but I understand it yeah. now, you know, because it, it will stay there. And like, you don't need to soak in the whole book. So like 300 pages. I'm, my brain's not good enough to soak in a whole book. I, I don't sit there writing notes on the book. I just yeah. read it. And, and what is important will stay. Yeah. I, I guess if you, I mean, anything you take from a book is a level of upskilling and yeah. expanding your learning. Even if it is just a page or a paragraph, at least you've made the attempt and you're expanding your brain and opening your eyes a yeah. bit more. And, brain gains, uh, bro. Brain gains, bro. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But um, yeah, next book. What we next got? book. I hate you with a novel. So the other ones have just been like nonfiction. So this novel was probably what forced me to actually book my flight to Oz because I'd, I'd booked a flight the year before. Okay. And then I bottled it for whatever you reason. You shit it. You were scared. You were comfortable in it. Mate, I was like, well, the thing is, I didn't even like what I was doing. I was just going out every like Friday, what Saturday. You, what were you doing? I was just work. I was selling health insurance. I was oh, working okay. in the call center. Oh, okay. And it's because I was like, I was all right at it. So I was like mm. earning all right money. So I was like, well, and obviously everyone tells you money's like what makes people happy. And I was like, well, I guess this is sweet then. Yeah. But I was kind of like wanting more. So, so I canceled my flight and then I went on a holiday. Yeah. And I, so I went to Sydney and like sort of up and down the East coast for three weeks. And then I was like, I need to come back here. This is like where I feel comfortable. Yeah. And I was like, and the thing is like, I go out there. I don't really know anyone. I had like two friends that I knew that were in Sydney. Yeah. And did you and know did you know Lord before that or did you meet Lord there? Met Lord in Sydney. Oh, okay. And this cool. the, the book that I'm gonna talk about now, when I yeah. met her in the coffee shop, she was reading that and I was like, Yeah, my guy. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So it's the Alchemist. The Alchemist okay. by um a guy called Paolo Coelho. I think he's Brazilian. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, but it just follows the story of this like young guy who has a, a, a goal and he someone approaches him and it's like, Oh, there's treasure for you, like in egypt he's in spain yeah i don't know what time it's set in but there certainly wasn't like a flight he had to hop on a boat and get like one of those like big caravans across the desert yeah, yeah. but it's about following your heart and also reading the omens and sort of like what the universe sort of tells you and i, I always am a bit wary of that because i'm a bit like arty farty all the universe is telling me something yeah. and nowadays i find myself like oh yeah the universe is telling me something i'm like oh ed you're so what you used to take the piss out of like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh that's barley man that's barley going into your head yeah mate, it literally is <laughs> um but you just you take what's in front of you and, and you go with that and you don't have to worry about that one set goal it doesn't matter if you stray off the path it's about yeah. following the omens that sort of pop up in front of you if you yeah. have an idea don't be wary of going for it because it might disrupt your end goal just go for it because you can always head back to that path afterwards that's that's such a good point and i feel like so many people like say no to things mm. because they feel like it's going to affect their their end goal and the funny thing about end goals is 
I don't know if it, you, you get to an end goal and then you do another goal anyway. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, I look at it like chapters. Every time, like when me and Smith either been on tour or traveled or left London, left Sydney, like we get upset. And then we also get happy because it's like, the ne- this is the next chapter now. Yeah. This is the next Something chapter. Something new. Yeah. Instead of like reminiscing so much, which I'm not going to lie, I have been fucking doing in isolation. But make that podcast. Which. <clears throat> Oh, cut off there a little bit. Probably not doing Fair point. Three boys, I bet it's giving you a little bit of the FOMO. Oh, no. So, my internet. I, no, sorry. I'm back now. You're all good. All right. Um, sweet. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying? I was just saying, yeah, I bet you're getting a bit of FOMO with their podcast. I, uh, to be honest, uh, not really. I just, the FOMO, I wasn't getting FOMO on the podcast. I was, I was getting FOMO of just hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we can't, we can't do that here. Like, I would, I would love to do the same thing with my friends here get a couple of my mates on when James here, get James on. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? But we can't do that now. And I guess it's just a bit, but again, it's just one of those things. Like there's no point in worrying about what we can't have now in it. Do you know what I mean? Just kind of just crack on with what we do have and just wait for the next chapter, I guess. Okay. So what, what is the, what was the name of that? What was the name of that novel? So the alchemist by Paolo okay. Coelho. And then is that something you suggest people to read? Yeah. I think anyone in their 20s or younger or older that doesn't really feel like they know what they want to do or they feel like they do know what they want to do. So I suppose everyone. Yeah. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. waffling 101 for you there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was one of the most sort of powerful and, and no one takes, everyone takes a different message from it, like we said earlier. Yeah. Um, but the message sort of that, rings true for most people is sort of like follow your heart follow your dreams when i first read it i was like well i haven't got any dreams then i was like actually yeah i do i'll just want to travel and then i'll just see what comes up and not being afraid of just waiting for the things to pop up that will be my like direction as it were do do you think you know when you say like i haven't got any dreams do you reckon at that point when you say stuff like that do you reckon you've got dreams but you're too embarrassed to say out loud no i just want to make the podcast work at the moment i want to write like I want to write a novel and I want to write a non-fiction book at some stage. That's um, cool. That's a good goal, man. You should 100% so, do that, bro. That's a, mate, it depends on what happens with the visas, but I should, I, I'm hoping to head to Bali just for a year and just like just put some money aside. I'm like, right, well, that's for you. I didn't go to uni or anything. Like, Technically, I've got like 50 grand I can play with. To, I, mean, <laughs> I, haven't, I, have, I haven't got it, but like, <laughs> in comparison to people that go to uni, like, I haven't spent that on myself yet, so yeah, why not? Do you, how, why didn't you go uni? Because I joined the Marines, uh, and then and it was like, and then afterwards, I left the Marines, did like a access to higher education course. Yeah, and I'm not being a knob, but like I only dropped one mark on the whole course, and I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I and you, I mean. I I did regret that, but now, you know, no regrets and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got me where I am today, and I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty chill. It's a nice yeah, that's place good. to be. That's good, man. That's good. That's good. Okay, next book. Is this, next the, book. Is this the third or fourth one? Is the... I th- uh, we got Man Search, Subtle Art, Righteous Mind. This is the fourth. Oh, this is the oh. fifth. Oh, this is the fifth. the fifth? Yeah. Okay, what's the fifth? 
Lost Connections by Johan Hari. So but everyone's everyone's spoke to me about this book, but I, I haven't. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't listened to it or read it yet. But talk to me. So it's about depression. Like the subtitle is like why you're depressed and how to find hope. Okay. And he starts off uh, talking about how he was on like holiday in like Vietnam, and he went to the market and bought an apple. Ate into the apple about three, four hours later, like he was shitting through the eye of a needle, being sick everywhere, had to go to a hospital. And the doctor was like, right, well, we, we're not going to give you anything to stop the symptoms. And he was like, well, what, why not? Like, I need to stop being sick. So he was like, no, because that's what tells us what's wrong. So he's kind of on like the anti-medication sort of Vibe, scale yeah. for, for depression. So he's like, not like if you dull it with like medication, you're not reading the signals of your body because you're just like, like numbing it and ignoring it. And he's yeah. not saying like completely disregard it because of course like there is chemical imbalances in people that um, can quite easily be fixed by taking some like SSRI sort of pills. Yeah. But he's more about sort of connecting to like meaningful values, meaningful work. Um, so there's 12 sort of steps, which I, I can't remember all 12 yeah. um, that, people disconnect from which can lead to depression and then he runs through sort of how you can reconnect to those in your life okay. um to find a bit of hope and, and just be a bit sort of happier and, and it's just the little building blocks that will not necessarily make you like beaming but just it won't make you sad and you'll feel like you're doing something worthwhile okay okay i hear what you're saying does and it... for sorry <clears throat> go on I was going to say, does that mean I know a lot of depressed people? Because a lot of people have told me to read it. <laughs> either, <laughs> either, either I know a lot of depressed people or, they, or they're giving me signals and I should maybe take one on. <laughs> Mate, I think, uh, I think there's a lot more people that are depressed than people let on. And it's one of them books. Mate, what I do is I buy people books and I'm on a success rate of absolute 0% of buying girl a book and then converting into something more than just giving them a book and then i'll stop chatting really? <laughs> i bought i bought someone lost connection and lord was like that's why you get in the friend zone all the time and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shouldn't shove books about depression down to people's throats like when i'm trying to pull <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but um okay cool so i just think i think everyone should read that one and like, okay i won't go too much into it it is one of like it's one of the best written books I've ever read. Um, <laughs> but I think it's everyone's responsibility to learn about that stuff, not necessarily for themselves, but like, what if their best mate's depressed? Their yeah. best mate doesn't recognize it. They've yeah. read this book and they're like, well, actually, I kind of see what path they're going down. Let's have a chat with them, make sure they're okay. Yeah. So it's not it's like it's, it's about the greater good of like all the people that are in your life. So if okay. I read it for me, it's just one person that I'm reading it for in, in not necessarily a selfish way, but like it's, it's helpful. Yeah. But if I read it for the benefit of the other people in my life, I can, I can hand off little parts of knowledge that might just make them feel better. Yeah. I hear you. I, and I also heard the author style of writing was <laughs> actually quite amazing. Yes. I've, I've yes. Heard, yeah. A hundred percent. What about uh, Atomic Habits? So that book, have you got down I've the list? list? Yeah, yeah, it's on my list. Oh, it's on the list. It's on the list. it is on there. I finished that book quickly. It's good, isn't it? Like, yeah, mate. You didn't. It's stuff that you. Some people are like. Oh, I already already know that, but you just need it like drummed it again. And I read it when I was in sales, so I was like, well, 
these are the habits that I'm going to do to become a better salesman as opposed to like, these are habits I'm going to do to have like a better life. Like the 1% <laughs> method, like with Dave Brailsford. Yeah. He talks about like getting the cyclists to have the best pillow, shave their legs. Those little things stack up. And I, must, I, th- I, think I, must, you, I must be a cyclist then. <laughs> yeah, mate, me too. But <laughs> I got little legs. I got real good legs if I was a girl. um no no 100 percent. that book did like i feel like there was a few things that i I felt like oh i'm kind of already doing these but it made me sharper with the stuff that i was doing because yeah it is like you said like the small things like making your bed uh brushing your teeth doing an email every day putting out content every day like if i wasn't to post every day on social media i wouldn't have followers that's just yeah it's like people people would be concerned for you yeah like they're like, where's he gone where's he gone <laughs> or like if people weren't training every day and they want results you train and you stay consistent mm. those percentages are going to add up those habits are going to eventually form into habits that are going to stick yeah. and to help you have that sort of lifestyle you know so i, I would i would recommend 100 percent for people to read that because i have read it and i can say i can yes. say that i can say <laughs> that with confidence that and so i'm not giving a fuck they're the ones. They're the ones. You know what's so funny? I, um, who did I speak to? I spoke to Siobhan and she was like about, I was coming on here and she goes, well, Darren's only read Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I've, I've read more books. I've read, I've, read, I've read like five, six, maybe seven books. But you know what's weird? It's like when someone talks to me about a book, right? When I talk to someone, I swear to God, I learned so much. Maybe it's me as a person. And I've noticed my dad is very much like this as well. And that's why James calls it the Turkish tingle, right? (laughs) It's like when I talk to someone and when they tell me things and the way they act around me and certain things that they do, I learn so much Mm. more from a person than, say, reading a book. This is why I didn't go to university, bro. Like, Mm. I I wouldn't have been able to... Um, concentrate i wouldn't have been able to uh do any of my exams it would have stressed me out nothing would have gone into my head but then when it comes to like personal training and i did courses with personal training that made me a better coach yeah when i was doing when i was paying coaches that are better than me to coach me everything they were telling me in that session was going into my brain and i was applying and i was applying it to my clients and i just learned so much like, yeah, you know. I, I I like that. And the thing is, like, you're the, you're a chatty guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you can see that you you like get your energy from like oh. having the conversations. And the nice thing is, like, chatting to you is like you're engaged. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're we can like you can tell that you're listening when when you're speaking to you. Which it's nice. It's if good. This, if this was a date, <laughs> if this was a date, would you put out? Mate, a hundred percent. You've been looking. You've been looking in my eyes. You've been complimenting my hair. <laughs> and that's good to know. You're wearing a vest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, Siobhan reads a lot. Yeah, I'm gonna get her on. I'm really excited for that because yeah. she's gonna show me up big style. Yeah, she she reads a lot, and she goes back and reads it again and again. And I'm like, how many mm. times have you read that? She's like. Three times, I absolutely love it. No, that was a shy Irish accent, but yeah. But um, what's the next book? Next book, next book. We spoke about another one. I think my list down here. I'm like, 
Yeah, grab your list, man. All good, bro. Grab that list, man. Oh. All right. Happy by Darren Brown. So everyone knows Darren Brown, the magician. Yeah. Mate, that- he can write a hell of a book. Oh, is that? Oh, it is him, yeah? Yeah. Oh, mate, really? Such a good book. I actually listened to this one and then I bought the book and I sort of reread little bits and then I re listened to it. So it's about three times I've kind of gone through the whole book. Okay. And it's it's kind of what introduced me to stoicism, like what we were talking about with Man's Search for Meaning. Yeah. So the subtitle's like, why more or less of everything is absolutely fine. So, and he goes into just a lot about. There's literally that. Yeah, really? There's, yeah, and he talks about sort of stoicism. It's a nice introduction to that if people haven't sort of listened to it before. It's relatively long. It's like 600 pages, I think. Or if you listen to the audiobook, it's like 14 hours. But it's well worth getting into. And I I feel like his voice, if you listen to it, yeah, it's just calming. Yeah. Not but maybe, I mean, he's a, he's a hypnotist, isn't he? So like, it's got to be sort of calming. Maybe, but maybe he's doing some magic when you, have, you don't even know, bro. Yeah, maybe he knew that I was going to come on a podcast and talk about it. That's maybe. the whole idea. I'll tell you what, that's a that's a good way of marketing, boy. <laughs> yeah, well, hypnotize everyone. Hi- I need hypno- to learn it. <laughs> hi- hypnotize everyone to go buy another book. That's why you read it three fucking times, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the thing is, when he releases another one, I'm 100% buying it. Really? Yeah? Yeah, yeah 100%. Was that, was that good? So if you yeah. were to list, if you were to tell people that's listening, right? Mm-hmm. That's listening today. What five books would you tell them to get and in what order? Oh, mate, that's so tough. Uh, think about think, it like how, what you would do, but then also try and recognize what, what people would enjoy the most as well. If I get a blank slate, if I just take a person that just doesn't know a lot and I'm like, right, you have five books that are going to shape, shape your personality and educate you as well. Yeah. Go for the, the Alchemist is like my favorite novel. I don't know if like everyone is into it. That's why I say it's quite good for sort of people that are in their twenties. Um, so would, it be, would, it, would it be in the top five though? Yeah, we'll chuck it in the top five. Chuck okay. it in the top five. Okay. Don't don't um, worry about the order. Just let's talk about the five. So that's one. So that's one. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Two. James's book, not a diet book. Not a diet I think book. in terms of like yeah, educational ed- educationally like yes everyone needs to know that stuff and also yeah. like the little life lessons it's got in there so yeah, chuck that in there smith smith's very good because he's also done a lot of reading as well so there's lots of little bits that you'll get that you can relate to with other books as well so that's why 100 yeah. percent smith's one as well he's got another yeah. one coming too soon yeah plug plug out in six days for pre-order yeah i think so yeah whatever okay. <laughs> I'll get my 10%, yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right, I have 1%. <laughs> um, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Yeah. I think once you understand your ego, you understand why you behave in a certain way. And okay. it makes for sort of more authentic relationships when you can just drop back and be like, well, actually, I'm only really offended because I feel like you're... Attacking me. Attacking me. When really, that's it's not it. It's all them. It's not... It's not me, it's you. Yeah. That's that's the kind of thing about that. Um, Ego is the enemy, Alchemist, Jimmy's book. Indistractable. It's a new one. It's by a guy okay. called Nir Eow. 
It's okay. like a non-fiction book. It's got it's a bit business heavy, yeah. But it's about relationship with technology and just distractions in general in life and learning like the loops to yeah. get you there. So you know when you're you're sat at home like you're watching something, yeah. But you then pick up your phone, and you're like, why can't I just dedicate all my attention to that? It's because everything is demanding our attention at the moment. Yeah. And it's only only going to get worse. It is. I know. So that's I'm... quite an important book to read. Okay, cool. So that's what about have you read uh is it zero to one? I haven't read Peter Seals one. It's uh the I, think I haven't, the pay, I haven't pay, read it, pay, but it's on the list. I think it was a PayPal guy. Was it not a PayPal right? Yeah, zero he's Elon one. Musk's boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. I I read that one too. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. There's a recommendation for me from you. I'll take that. There you go. Yeah, hundred percent. Take it. Um, bro. Oh yeah. Also, before we end this episode. Mm-hmm. You number one, you have to tell me your Nando's order. Tell me that now. I forgot to ask right. you that. Yeah, this is easy. Go on. Four thighs. Yeah. Peri Peri chips, garlic bread. Done. Because I want a burger and I also want thighs. So I've got three thighs and I've got a chicken burger there. No chips? Peri Peri chips? Chip, chip, chips are there. Peri Peri chips are there. Okay. Yeah. Good, good man, good man, good man. I forgot to ask you that at the beginning. Yeah. I got excited. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to hear about the books. And also, lastly, you said that you want to give a book away. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. The Lost Connections book, because I feel like that's a book that everyone should read or put some time into. Okay. I feel like if any any of your listeners want that book, I have one copy that I'm okay. willing to just pass on to someone because I feel it's everyone's responsibility to read a book along those lines and I'm happy to give that to someone. Okay, um, wicked. Less that we can work out how we're going to do that. Yeah, Tell people uh, where they can find you. Yes. So uh, on Instagram, it's at a need to read, but with the number two, as opposed to the word. And that's pretty much the, the best place to go. You'll find everything on there. Like you can sign up for like emails. I do one of them a week. It's not daily emails. Yeah. Um, like you boys you can find YouTube, Spotify, Apple, yeah. and I'm working on a website so I can get on a little writing down and get nice. That and also, uh, if you want to know more about the books that he spoke about in detail, listen to his podcast, which you'll see through his Instagram anyway. But um, yes. anyone that wants the book, go onto his page, slide into his DMs, get his attention, and he'll pick someone for sure. And that book after. Thank you for coming on, bro. Mate, got... Thank you very much for having me. No, nah, man, it was, it was great good chat. having you. Yeah, it's good, good to catch ha- up, man. Yeah, it's been good to catch yeah. up. And I'm going to take those recommendations as well. I'm going to go read myself another book, big man. Yes. Right. See, this is what we need. Spread the books. Spread the book. And for you guys that are listening, if you haven't subscribed already, yeah, subscribe. Give me a review. Give me that five star. Share it with your friends and family and give me a virtual hug. Big love and I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.